Okay, guys. So I wanted to kind of move this episode up to the forefront of episodes being made. And today's topic, we're going to talk about polythelotoxin. I really think this is something that needs to be talked about more. Unfortunately, a lot of new hobbyists don't know about it. In all honesty, keeping, and I'm not trying to deter anyone from having a tank or keeping these corals, but when you are keeping these type of animals and you're handling them, there's certain things that these corals have adapted over the years in order to not get eaten. It's like, you know, a defense mechanism. So basically palethoatoxin it can be found in of course palethoas it's interesting because i'm seeing things of people reporting it in zoanthids uh that's kind of mixed from what i understand like i've heard kind of this and that with that but palethoatoxin can also be found in certain algaes from what i know certain types of dino which is an algae um more like a bacteria but we're not going to get into that right now um so if you're handling palethoas zoanthids it's really just a good idea to be careful um i was when i was younger i was like ah you know nothing can kill me blah 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 i can't you know i'm invincible and i got hit with it twice actually one was six months ago um, the first one, I was like 14, I was fragging some palethoas. I had a Dremel, Dremel slipped, hit a palethoa, sprayed my face. Luckily, I had glasses on. That was the one smart thing I did. But it got into my mouth, and there was a strong metallic taste. It was weird. It tasted like I just licked a battery. Um, and I didn't do that. I did that after. No, just kidding. Um, so... And preceding that, I started to have respiratory issues. I started getting sick, fever, you name it. But so these these animals are very, you need to be careful. I would recommend, so you can inhale it. So one thing you never, ever want to do is you never want to boil a rock. I read an article on a person that had aptasia on a rock, and he decided to boil it and ended up almost killing his entire family. Because I got into the respiratory system. Never, ever boil. Ever. And then, so it, if you have cuts on your hands. The, my last time was because I had a cut on my hand. And I decided to pick up a palethoa and not thinking about it. And it got in through my cut. Got me sick. Um, but really, the, the video that the reason I'm doing this episode is because I was scrolling on one of my forums and I saw that a guy is selling all zoanthids and palethoas because he is losing his eyesight due to palethoa toxin. And we got chatting and the common thing was I asked him, I said, did they, when you went to the hospital, did they know what you were talking about? He said, no, he had to educate the doctors. I, when I went, I had to educate the doctors. So I honestly really feel like, I mean, the aquarium hobby, the aquarium, if I could talk today, <laughs> the aquarium hobby is a decent sized hobby, in my opinion. There's enough people in every city that 
I really think hospitals should start to at least have some kind of chart or something that uh, goes into detail about palethoatoxin. This is going to be a little bit of a longer video today, guys, because this is going to hopefully be for if people are going through palethoatoxin and maybe they can just say, here, listen to this, give it to the doctor. Um, palethoatoxin is, it's nasty. Uh, I was reading that it's almost as deadly as cyanide. It's... I mean, it attacks the nervous system. It really, really is crazy. So back way back in the day, uh, the people of Hawaii used to take the palethoas and rub on the tips of their spears, and that's how they would kill their enemies. They would poison them with palethoa toxin. That's a cool little tidbit of info. That uh, There's your fun fact for the day. But so it's honestly a good idea. If you are keeping these types of corals, it's a good idea to just have something or inform your significant other or somebody that you know that if you should go to the hospital and say you were incapacitated, say it screwed up your respiratory system enough that you actually were out and you could not, you know, you couldn't communicate, you can do anything. It's a good idea to have some type of paper or something you printed up saying, this is what's in my aquarium and informing someone that, you know, that, Hey, I have these corals in here. If I should, you know, if something should ever happen and I feel weird, you know, let them know because palethoa toxin is definitely not something you want to play around with. Now, every palethoa, there's different classifications for how toxic certain palethoas are. Um, and you're like brown button polyps. Those guys are stupid toxic. It's like the uglier they get, the more toxic they are. So, because at the end of the day, you know, most people that aren't in this hobby aren't going to know. They're not going to be able to look at it and say, oh, that's a palethoa toxin. Or they, they probably, if they're not in the hobby, they're really, unless they were in the hobby at some point or they're a biology major or something like that, they're probably not going to be able to look at a coral and go, oh, that's, you know, a Cyphastria. Oh, that's uh, Achan Echinata. Oh, blah, blah, blah. So having something when you're dealing with corals that can have this toxicity having a chart or something saying what's in your tank, if for some reason you would get sick, it's a good idea. Um, again, let's go over that again. So if you're fragging zoas or palethoas, it's, it's a good idea just to wear gloves. Just wear some gloves. Um, wear eye protection. If you're dealing with, if you're, using a bandsaw or something wear eye protection just be safe you'd rather wear the eye goggles be a little overcautious rather than you know rather than lose an eye or something <clears throat> third make sure you're not touching your face make sure you're not you know you're not doing anything around any way that any of that slime could get into your body because what happens is, 
the palithoa toxin is secreted when the palithoa throws up its defenses. So it's a, it's a, an adaptation that they have to basically ward off predators. And when you're taking them out, playing with them, not playing with them, but if you're putting them in the tank, moving them, uh, fragging them, they're going to release it because you're causing them distress. So it really is a nasty thing that I really think needs talked more about and needs put out there more for people that are newer to the hobby that don't know. Um, honestly, well, I guess I'm split splitting this up into two parts because my clumsy self accidentally hit the space bar that made it stop recording. So where I left off warning about palithoatoxin. So it's just a, it's really a good idea just to have something printed up that somebody can reference it for some reason you would get sick now this might just sound like when i was younger i, I thought oh i don't need that uh oh, they're just being over precautious blah 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 but honestly it's very real and pe there's a lot of people that have gotten sick from it uh there's a lot of people that have gotten sick and they've gotten over it but there's a lot of people that have 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 reoccurring and very serious uh physical and medical conditions now because of it. So it's always better to just be safe. A lot of the, I mean, a lot of the stuff we do in this aquarium, there's bacterias in there. There's, I mean, there's stuff that can make you very sick. So it's good to be cautious. It really is. Um, I mean, I wear gloves now, not every time I'm in a fish tank. I just wear gloves when I'm messing with, zoanthids or palithoas anything like that so i am going to do a link on my website there's a cdc article about palithoa toxin and i'm going to try to link some good some good articles to it that way if anybody does have any issues they can go to that they can just give the doctor or whoever they're talking to they can give them the website page and the doctor can be referenced through that website page so from my time in the hospital because the last time i was in there they had to give me um what was that <clears throat> they had to give me some type of shoot i'm sorry i'm i'm drawing a blank on the name it's been a long day antibiotic there we go sorry i had a brain fart so they gave me some kind of antibiotic they called poison control now i've noticed that's a reoccurring thing they usually call poison control so if you are in the hospital with palithoatoxin you know it's palithoatoxin you can tell them to call poison control i don't know as far as if Poison Control knows anything about palithoatoxin. I'm assuming they probably have to Google it too. But I'm going to try to make up a packet that can be printed out or whatever. Can at least be accessed by the doctors. It's a nice, you know, if you go in. I'm just trying to help some fellow reefers out there stay safe, keep their families safe. 
and just avoid any serious complications that could cause you health issues in the long run because we all love this hobby it's an amazing hobby it's fascinating but we just got to be a little cautious about certain things so if you're going to handle zoas and palithoas make sure your hands there's no cuts on them no hangnails no way that any of that slime could get in your body and better yet just wear gloves but if you do not want to wear gloves make sure you're not messing with you know no cuts no hangnails no way that any of that could get in your body don't touch your face kind of like COVID. don't touch your face don't do anything like that um so really try to be safe yeah if you guys have any more questions let me know i'll probably do another video about this eventually just to kind of reiterate how important it is but all right guys i will once i get that uh page set up on my website i will upload it and then i will tell you guys that it's live and i'll try to tag some groups or something just to get it out there that people know they can go to a reference if they should have any issues and give the reference address give the web page address to the doctor or whatever just to help some people out all right, guys, well, stay safe and remember, do your research before you buy anything. Make sure you're knowledgeable on it and better yet, have fun reefing.